It's the Nintendo Voice Chat Holiday Special with Reb Valentine. That's me! <laughs> TikTok influencer Jeffrey Vega. That's me! Special guest appearance by Shigeru Miyamoto. That's me! Illusionist David Blaine. That's me! Comedy stylings of Willie Tyler and Lester. Featuring holiday musical selections by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Fallout Boy's Pete Wentz. German electronic supergroup Kraftwerk, Hologram Tupac Shakur, and a visit from the big man himself, Santa? You'll just have to wait and see. Now prepare to get jolly because here's your host, Seth Mason! Happy holidays to everyone from the NVC Techno Dungeon. I am Seth Macy. What's going on, Super Nintendos? This is episode 642 of Nintendo Voice Chat. Our holly, jolly holiday special. A very special holiday special. Because by the end of this episode, we'll all have learned a lesson about life. <laughs> Whoa. It's just, we'll have learned the yeah. true meaning of the holidays. The true meaning of Christmas, <laughs> which is, of course, throwing a gold doubloon at a street urchin to buy you the biggest Christmas goose in the window. Mm. That you That's can it. have a delicious Christmas feast. Uh, with a lump of coal on top, as was the style at the time. So, thank you both for joining me from decidedly not cold California. I, it's, I mean, it's like cold comparatively to what it normally is. Like San Francisco yeah, is normally uh, a breezy 50 to 60 degrees, and it's been like 40 all week. So, you know, that's chilly. Yeah, and in, in Los Angeles, California, where I am, it is currently 60, and that means it's zero degrees. <laughs> the man in Maine over yep. there is just like trying very hard not to say something. <laughs> you can't see his fist, but they are clenched right now. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. No, I'm not actually. I like LA. I like San Francisco. I have nothing against either city. In fact, I enjoy visiting. Um, I don't know if I would want to live there though. No, that's not true. I would, but I'd have to be filthy rich, a trillionaire, and uh, on a because both of floating. Us are? <laughs> Yeah. Like an well, no, this is my own personal. Like I would have to I would live in California 100%. I would love to live in California if I had a floating airship. I see. Like a zeppelin yes. of some sort uh that I could just look down on uh on LA and smile. Yes. Yeah, I remember Beaches. in in the in the Mario movie trailer when Bowser comes in his his airship, mm. I immediately thought of you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate They're that. They're going to replace uh, Jack Black in the Mario movie with Seth Macy. That, uh, that is, I'm flattered, but no way. Jack Black is the man. I love that guy. That's true. Yeah. He's Which cool. he's going to be on the show later today, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, that was the big man himself. That all was a right. surprise. Yeah. Jack Black as Santa was going to come in and w- give us all our wishes. <laughs> and then he was going to sing a duet with uh, uh, Tupac Shakur Hologram and Hologram Bing Crosby. So I guess it's not a duet. What is it when three people sing together? <laughs> a, a, tri- a quartet <laughs> minus one. A, a triad. A triplet. A triad. A triplet. Is that no, it? That I don't it. know. I, I'm, I, I should know. I don't know. Why should you know? Hold on a second. Reb, why Why should you know that? Oh, I just... Because I want to hear a little Reb trivia for oh, everybody at home. Oh, this is completely irrelevant to anyone. Uh, my mom is a professional uh, musician in the symphony Wait, where I grew really? up. I mean, not like... I'm not like the New York Philharmonic or anything, but she like, she like, it doesn't matter. Your mom's a professional yeah, musician. That's amazing. What does she play? She plays viola. And so the viola is the coolest. So I grew up like, you know, playing a lot of instruments and very musical and sang a lot, uh, up until 
I moved to California where everybody is you just stop singing well I, the day look, the, the day the music died look, the rev story. look there's a difference between being pretty good in your local community theater group and you know moving to san francisco where you're nobody so you know <laughs> listen i want you to know that there are a lot of people who are pretty good in their community acting groups who move to la nonetheless that's true and they all work at restaurants now yeah and I'm sure all of your thespian colleagues were wonderful, but none of them are on Nintendo voice chat right now, Reb. That's true. Well, when we start our musical segment up, you can call me in and I'll, I can sing on key. I can. I am capable. Really? Yes. This is, what a wonderful episode of Discovery <laughs> this has been so far. <laughs> I love Isn't that what learning. the holidays are all about? That's what the holidays are about. They're about getting together, uh, sharing a viola solo with your family. <laughs> singing on key which i cannot do for the life of me and it drives me crazy because my father has platinum pipes Aww. my oldest son has platinum pipes and i'm tarnished just a little bit i just Aww. can't sing on key it's, <laughs> okay. it's you're an elden ring you're tarnished yep i am tarnished it's 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 a huge bummer but i am the only member of my family who can crip walk so take that dad <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i practiced the entire uh, time I was on, I had COVID. So anyway, <laughs> hey, this is a special holiday episode. That is why we are all ex so extremely festive here today to talk about the ghost. <laughs> there he is. Oh my, hey, Shigeru Miyamoto. <gasps> Mr. Miyamoto-san, it is absolutely an honor. Wow. Um, he, you can see, you can see it's really him because <gasps> he's moving around. Uh, look, that guy, he's got a winning smile. Oh my um, God. He's not good radio. One of the greatest creators of human and uh, of of uh, video games ever perhaps just beautiful beautiful human <laughs> he's 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 being very quiet he's very shy a lot of people don't know this about shigeru miyamoto extraordinarily shy oh he's leaving no nope. he's going down some stairs <laughs> for the folks listening and oh, not bad. watching uh mr miyamoto is, is here, here. Yes. yes now in studio Yes, in that's the, what that, uh, is, that is exactly what's happening on the screen. Yes. He's in the third, actually, there, we a lot of people don't know this about IGN. We have a third studio in Bakersfield, California. And we all know Mr. Miyamoto loves him some Bakersfield. It's true. That's where they have the world's largest thermometer. <laughs> or actually, that might be Barstow. But anyway, <laughs> I'm just naming places in California. And, and, and Miyamoto, he's he's not going to, he's probably, he is on the podcast as if you're watching this, this is true, but he might not speak just because he's busy working on the Mario movie, you know, he's mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild, you know, sequel. Oh, like yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's, yep, it's, he's it's, nodding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's doing it. He actually it. signed an NDA that was so restrictive. He literally can't he, say he anything. He can't speak until the Mario movie comes out. Um, yep. <laughs> Mr. Miyamoto, are we going to get a new Mario game next year? Oh, he's nodding yes! He's nodding yes. Holy moly, wow. this is huge. Wow. This is, this is more special than I could have ever hoped. This is incredible. Wow. wow. Uh, Mr. Miyamoto, is the Metroid Prime trilogy really in your back pocket and you could just make it come out at any time? Oh, he has to think about that. Oh, oh that I don't mean? know what he's... What does that mean? He's giving he's... us an Okay, so he's sort of, yeah, he's, he's being coy. Yeah, he's unsure. He's unsure. And that's kind of mm -hmm. why we love him. Yeah, that's uh, true. You never know with that guy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Miyamoto, I, I, are we going to get more DLC for Captain Toad Treasure Tracker? Ooh, good question. Oh, that would be wonderful. 
Oh, he's, oh, he's no. Oh, he's disappearing. He's, he's hiding. He's leaving. He's, he's, we've offended him. Yeah. <laughs> I really. We've, we've, <laughs> fortunately, uh, we've we, we, we frightened Mr. Miyamoto. He's leaving right Good now. Good job, that Jeffrey. That was a huge bummer. But thank you anyway, Mr. Miyamoto. Oh! He's back. But, um, <laughs> well, this is the perfect time for us to turn the lights on, uh, the Christmas lights, of course, to the and shine some uh, ectoplasm on the ghost of Christmas past. Let us turn our hearts to the days of our youths. When the warm glow of a CRT lit up our faces and our hearts and reminisce on our holiday Nintendo memories of your Reb, do you have any fond Nintendo holiday memories? It could be from your childhood or it could be even from last week and you got an early present. Oh, I do. I mean, I do actually have a very old fond Nintendo childhood memory. Uh, so I got into Please gaming share a little us. bit later than most of my peers. Uh, I think a lot of people mm -hmm. were playing games when they were single digits of age. Uh, and I, I had a little bit of exposure to them through friends and neighbors, but I didn't really play games until... Uh, the Christmas when I was, I believe, 10 years old, may have been nine, but I think I was 10, uh, when I looked under the tree, I had previously expressed an interest in Pokemon cards because all the kids at school were trading them. And so I told my parents uh, that I was interested in Pokemon. And so they gave me, I, you know, Santa, Santa, for they told Santa for Christmas uh, to get me some Pokemon. And so I opened Ooh. up a Game Boy Color case with Pokemon Gold and Pokemon Silver in it. And that was my very first video game that I actually owned. And so I- That was your I, first ever. My first ever video game that I owned. It was not the first I played, but it was the Banger. first that I owned. And yes. so I spent, I played Silver through first and I spent- the entirety of my Christmas break that year, just playing Pokemon Silver nonstop, uh, and and thus the gamer was born. Oh wow! And, and this year you reviewed Pokemon Legends and Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Look at how far you've come. Yeah, it is. It is actually kind of nuts because I mean, ten year old me did not have. Ten year old me didn't even know what, like, like video. The, the writing about video games was a thing. Uh, would not have, have struck her as a concept. And so, yeah, it is It is kind of wild. I don't think I, I would have even conceived that this is a thing that I would be doing, uh, you know, 21, 22 years later. To be fair, it is kind of weird that we all cover video games as our jobs. So yeah. that's okay. But you are right. It was something that was almost inconceivable. Like everyone speaks of game journalists. I remember when that wasn't, that phrase didn't exist. Right, yeah. You just like nobody knew what to call people who wrote about video games They're like video game writers no they don't write right video games they write about them yeah and then someone's like game journalist and that seemed pretty good for a while until it was used as a pejorative <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that is very heartwarming uh jeffrey do you have any heartwarming crt tales that you can bathe us with I do. Um, with the first memory that came to mind is uh, when one one Christmas, I'm trying to remember the year. Uh, oh, someone's going to figure it out in the comments when I say what game it is. But I really wanted Donkey Kong 64 for Christmas. Hell yeah. 1994. More yeah, Donkey Kong 64 oh. people. This is great. It's, oh, love Donkey wait, Kong. Wait, you said 64. I'm sorry. I was thinking Donkey Kong Country. Oh. Okay. All right. So whoever's in, watching and listening, it's still you still have time to comment. Um, and this is live, of course. Uh, um, <laughs> I was uh, that was like the only thing I asked for, and we all know the beloved N64 kind of 
boxes the way that you know yeah. they mm -hmm. were packaged and so when i got the sort of final gift that my parents kind of like all right well here's your thing and i'm like you know it's like when you get like a video game or a dvd and you're like oh i I think I know what this is. And so, like, getting mm -hmm. that N64 size box, I was so excited. I ripped it open, and to my surprise, it was not Donkey Kong 64. Oh, it no. was a it was an a cleaning kit for the N64 expansion pack. The little black, like, uh, yeah. with the red. You know, you needed to, to play Majora's yep. Mask, Donkey Kong 64, that kind of yep. thing. Um, and I was like... Oh, what is this? Immediately, my mind's like, oh, my parents like didn't know what, blah 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 blah. Like this is like a, I was like, oh, oh, this is so cool. Like fighting back tears, um, oh. and then they were like, is it that? That's what you need, right? I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, because I knew you. Like I, I, my mind was like racing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh my God, Red, you hero. That is the cleaning kit, and yeah, it's shaped like a, it's shaped like a video game box. And then, and then my dad pulls the old. Oh, ah, there's one more gift, and he comes oh, out. Oh, classic. There's a box. I open it up. It's Donkey Kong 64 expansion pack included because uh -huh. it is required. Yeah. Those gigabytes Great. of RAM or megabytes of RAM, I should say. Uh, and. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was so happy because I could immediately play Donkey Kong 64 out of the box and it would be super clean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, I have a present for you right now, actually. <gasps> Is that Santa? I actually have a filthy copy of Donkey Kong 64 <gasps> that I bought wow. from a Shop Goodwill auction oh my gosh. Uh, in perfect working order. And my present to you... Is I'm going to tell you what year it was uh, on the, from the copyright on the back. 1997. Wow. Wow, man. Yeah. yeah. I was like, how old was I? I was like eight. I don't know. That's bad math. Um, yeah. Donkey Kong, rap, shout out, Grant Kirk Hope, uh, legend. Uh, this, this, the Donkey Kong 64 feels like a game that, uh, <laughs> It just feels like such a massive game that I was just so blown away when it came out that you could play five different characters. <laughs> no, no, yeah, cut back to Reb. I'm um, dancing to the DK rap. <laughs> and coconut shells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> DK. I don't want to, like, sing it because my voice is so good that I don't want copyright to pick it up by accident right, yeah, and it blocks the episode. Yeah, we will get a yeah strike, we'll yeah. get a deal yeah uh, yeah a strike but um but yeah that that game man i every moment we get those nintendo trailers of the next nintendo switch online game i'm like will we bring donkey Kong 64 i know there's weird stuff with rare but hey we got banjo kazooie right podcast look, look i was gonna say this is the first time in podcast i was gonna say nvc history in podcast history where three people who love dk64 <laughs> are on the show together wait we've never yeah. talked about this yeah yeah no, no rev and I, and I it's over here seth and like I. both love dk64 and we've made a pact a blood pact mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. by the way it's in the mail just don't it's not no no, no it's coming supposed to send blood in the mail yeah i'll look but, out um, for it yes um uh we, if it does come to nintendo switch online which is a very good possibility we're gonna like play it as a segment on the show we're gonna talk about like i got the blue bananas this week <laughs> and it's gonna yeah so like this is so exciting. Yeah, yeah. This holiday, this is the best holiday ever, I think. This is, this is very good. I'm so glad this is a Christmas Donkey miracle. Kong 64 lover. Because I, like, we've discussed this. I recognize this game has problems, right? Like, like people yes. who point out the, the significant design problems of Donkey Kong 64 are correct. I still love it. I love it so yeah. much. Yeah. 
Ugh. There's nothing more satisfying than hitting the Z trigger on the N64 controller on those like little bottle cap things and just doing the biggest jump in the air as oh. Dixie yeah. Kong or flying around. What, what was what were your favorite characters to play? What was your favorite character to play out of the five? I mean, I like Tiny Kong because uh, like at the time there were not many girls in video games and I wanted to be a girl in a video game. So I always wanted to be tiny. Nice. As an adult, yeah. I identify more with Lanky. <laughs> okay. Seth, what about you? Classic donkey, man. I'm a Donkey Kong man. Yeah. Uh, yep. I was I really excited for donkey. Chunky. Chunky was like, he's like the last chunky. one you unlock, I think. And yeah. like, once yep. you're Chunky and you can just break through things, I'm like, oh yeah, he's dumb, but he's strong. Yep. He's a dumb, he's scared. He... He's scared. He's a scaredy cat. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, mm. yeah. But you know, yeah. he's got the brawn, not the brains. But yeah, I, I yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. wow, that, that game is so and uh, seth if you want to mail me that donkey Kong 64 cartridge i have the cleaning kit i can Clean i can take out the stickers i can we can you yes still, hold on. Yeah. you still have the cleaning kit you kept it it's in uh uh atlanta georgia where i'm from but uh mm. i'm gonna go there in a couple of weeks uh what to, to when is this air i well, might already be there and i'm currently grabbing it as you are listening and watching to this right now i could be cleaning <laughs> seth's cartridge as you listen to this right now That's true. Oh, yeah it is it is not as filthy as my copy of Donkey Kong Country, which I also have within arm's reach. And I'm just going to show this off right now. Yeah. And the cartridge is yellow, but not because it was designed Ooh. that way. <laughs> it is. I always, I actually, I always forget how disgusting this one is. Oh, boy. And I'm going to. There's a banana peel on top of it. That would be appropriate. <laughs> okay. Oh, so yeah. Oh, the napkin is is yeah. Oh yeah. Let's let's get a Q-tip in there. Let's let's clean it up. Uh, I mean, I have these filthy cartridges for a reason. Keep an eye on uh, IGN.com in Ooh. the future for maybe a little show where a guy shows you how to clean up and repair old video games. Whoa. I don't know, ASMR. maybe. But uh, yeah, also you can get a really good deal on crappy, ugly video games. That's true. Buying through Shop Goodwill. We got to be careful because Jeremy. Miyamoto is still in the studio. He's not on screen right yes. now, but he is just off camera. And I, I want to mm -hmm. make sure that we're speaking, you know, as the creator of Donkey Kong. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, yeah. He's, the, he loves Donkey Kong Country. Yeah. Yeah. Such a <laughs> I wonder if he has, I wonder if Miyamoto favorite. has the expansion pack in his house. Mm. Oh, yeah. He actually, oh, it's, uh, it's like the Metroid Prime trilogy. He always carries an N64 <laughs> expansion pack with him just in case. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You never know. Uh, would you like to hear some of my holiday Nintendo memories? Absolutely. Yes. Because I, I'm very old, so I have a lot of Nintendo memories. But I have two in particular that I'm going to share because they relate to one another. Um, and I, this is another one. I don't remember the year. But I was a kid when Nintendo Entertainment System was the biggest thing in the world every kid in my school it's all we talked about we talked about nintendo we would go to the drugstore which rented videos at the time and rent a nintendo entertainment system and it came in a big suitcase like a nuclear device wow. it was uh had eggshell like padding inside and my dad would take it out and he would hook it up it's all my brother and i wanted to do was play nintendo we rented a nintendo almost every weekend when we weren't renting a VCR, which is another thing that you used to do when you didn't have a VCR. Wow. Um, yeah. Uh, so Christmas 1980 something comes along and me and my brother sneak down and there's a box about, you know, about Nintendo sized. And we're like, Oh my God. Oh my. It's like three, three 30 in the morning. Um, 
go back upstairs, try to fall asleep again. And we just can't. We're so excited because we know we're getting a Nintendo. My parents are like, all right, let's let's start opening presents. We're like, yeah. My dad's like, after I have my coffee, no. He did that every year to us. Uh, finally, we get to open it up. So excited. We tear into it. And it's a Tandy Color Computer 3, which... <laughs> Now at 45, like I would love to have one of those that are really hard to find. But when you wanted a Nintendo entertainment system, we couldn't hide our disappointment. And <laughs> also as an adult with kids of my own, I, I feel pretty bad for our reaction, Aww. even though we were just kids. Like I feel because uh, I remember my mom saying, oh, yeah, the guy at Radio Shack said his neighbors, you know, his neighbor, his kids, friends come to play it because it looks so much better. and." I said, well, of course he said that, mom. He's trying to sell it to you, but oh, there it is. And that was oh. like like pretty mean. And to be fair, it wasn't the NES that we wanted, but like I learned to program basic on the Tandy oh, Color really Computer cool. 3. I played um like Dungeons of Daggeroth, which is an impossibly hard, yeah. like rudimentary sort of 3D dungeon crawling game yeah. where if you go too fast, your heart starts beating and you die and i was a little kid i didn't care and i would just die um, <laughs> there's some other games on there like um uh this armor of anti-rad which was a, like an early metroidvania kind of game sadly though it was not the nes and i was never mm -hmm. able to hide my disappointment in spite of the fact that i learned a lot of really cool stuff on that that stupid tandy color computer three and now to try to find one there it is the the suit of anti-rad wow. look at that game yeah that's a wow that. that looks like some some british zeddy space it looks like he's throwing like a piece crum pieces of crumbled paper <laughs> he is throwing crumpled paper that was it was a radioactive crumpled paper it was the same paper that i used to hold up my copy of donkey kong country but wow so, <laughs> next christmas it is uh, Christmas Eve service, which they had at the church at midnight. Yeah. And I would always go because I felt like I, I loved the idea that I get to stay up so late. Mm -hmm. And also Christmas is coming. Yeah. And one of our family friends, she like hands me a present and I'm like, okay, whatever. And my dad's like, oh, you can open that. And I open it and it's a box. It's a Cracker Jack box. This is on our drive home. And I was like, oh, that was nice of her. And then I opened the Cracker Jack box and it was the the NES version of Ninja Turtles, which oh, that's a not a great game, <laughs> but this was also peak Turtle Mania. Yes, and I was a peak Turtle Maniac, so I was pretty <laughs> stoked, thinking, "Oh man, I can't wait until we rent a Nintendo mm -hmm. to play this over the holiday break." Unbeknownst to my brother or myself, we didn't even expect it. Wow. That Christmas morning. The Nintendo Entertainment System was waiting for us. Aww. And man, oh man, did we freak out and lose our minds over the Nintendo <sighs> Entertainment System. And then like three hours of my dad trying to figure out how to hook it up. It's like, dad, you've done this before. They didn't come with an RF cable, I believe. I think they only came with uh, the, the composite anyway. So that's my heartbreaking and then heartwarming Nintendo holiday story from your we finally got it it's so exciting and then you know played the living hell out of it parents oh trying to God. figure out video games during the time in which we were growing up uh was always very funny uh a, yes. less, a, a less heartwarming christmas story i had was the year i just sort of 
made the mistake of generically ask because I had bought a GameCube that year with my with my savings. I had saved up all my like, you know, allowance uh, and I bought a GameCube and I asked my parents for GameCube games and I didn't specify which I wanted. Uh, and so they got little me uh, Resident Evil Zero for the GameCube. Uh, <laughs> oh, there you go. Specifically because on the back of the box, there's a character in that game named Rebecca. And they were like, oh, it's Rebecca. She's like you. <laughs> oh. I, you can identify with that. I played like 10 minutes of that. The first time like a dog jumps through a window, like a, a freaky, scary dog. No, put that get down. Never touched it again. Horrible. <laughs> Do not get that game for a small Rebecca. It's funny that no. the phrase, if I'm a parent and I don't know what Resident, like we know Resident Evil as this huge franchise, but the idea yeah. of a game saying the words Resident and then evil, I would have no idea what that is, and no. I would never buy it. No. Uh, that's why I bought it when I first saw it. I was like, oh, Resident Evil, that sounds cool as hell. And it had a guy with like a shotgun on the front. And I was like, yeah, that's awesome. I was 18 or 19 when that game came out. So I, I was yeah. explaining to my parents later, like, you know, why I couldn't stop playing Harvest Moon, a wonderful life, a game that is ostensibly about farming, which, you know, they would consider to be a fairly boring activity. <laughs> wait do you want oh, to yeah, play okay. video games and do chores <laughs> <laughs> biggest game in the world was uh, send children into mines to find diamonds <laughs> pretty pretty awful yeah I, I feel like parents have gotten a much better handle for the have, most yeah. part uh, and, and you know having the internet obviously in sites like IGN.com yeah. Be because it's like us now right like our i, right. I mean i don't have kids but like <clears throat> our peer group is the parents yeah no my son for his birthday is like oh i want uh the destiny 2 expansion yeah. that's coming and you out. know I'm what like, that okay, is okay i don't yeah exactly if you Thank said God. that to my grandfather he'd be like those words don't make sense together i don't understand what you're talking about but um i was going somewhere with oh yeah i was remembering like a friend of mine whose stepfather got the family like one of those educational video game machines because mm. it was like $80 at KB and he's just like well the hell with it and he bought that for them and they were all just crestfallen and never played it it was you know learn how to read and oh do man math. those like the VTech little portable laptop this was yeah but like pre VTech like 80s the math uh capabilities of a cpu addition was as much as it could get <laughs> two plus four well you better go make a sandwich because it's going to process that so yeah see like at the age that i think you're talking about i was playing edutainment games like i was playing oh, reader no. rabbit and carmen san diego and oh, clue finders and like uh Treasure Mountain, Treasure Cove, Treasure Galaxy. I hope I'm hope I'm, I'm saying all these because I hope it like awakens some lost memories in the chat oh. or something. But yeah, Reader Rabbit. Uh, the school I went to was very small. It was kindergarten through twelfth. Yeah. So I was in high school when Reader Rabbit came out, and we would go into the computer lab, and there was like ten like Macintoshes, mm -hmm. and we would start Reader Rabbit. Like we'd start one, and then we'd like a second later we'd start another one and then you know, two and a half seconds later we'd start another one so the, the music was playing <laughs> in this discordant like awful way that would just drive every and then we would turn everything up and just leave and the computer <laughs> teacher would come in and be furious ah what are you doing Why are you that's yeah. great that's, that's how we sound I like that did, did you guys speaking of um because i was obsessed with a, a game in this genre math blaster ages six to nine. Oh, i didn't play math Whoa. blaster but i'm familiar with it 
It's like it, it was like it was like a green guy in a spacesuit, yeah, and then yeah, there yeah. was a girl that kind of looked like Leela from Futurama, and then you know there's the little adorable ye little yellow splat thing, and <laughs> and we would go and you you do you do. Oh yeah. my Gosh. god, that's it. Oh, that is exactly the level I was thinking of. It is on the screen. That is Math Blaster <laughs> ages six to nine, uh, and um, I did a very famous uh, Vine R.I.P. Vine of me trying to do this and failing like as a speed run. Uh, I say very famous. <laughs> it got like a thousand views. Uh, but uh, this this was like this blew my mind being able to play this at the computer lab in middle school. That mm -hmm. you could, I could just play a platforming game in computer science uh, while I learned to type uh, letters fast and like. The music was good. Oh, man. I would do anything to be able to play this game again. Good old well, edutainment games, huh? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. This, is, this, is, this is the meaning of Christmas. It really is. Like, yep. Me remembering that I am, I mean, I'm bad at math now, so maybe the game wasn't that good. <laughs> uh, but that's also well, why we're all in this industry is because we don't know exactly. how to do math. Exactly. <laughs> Over the holidays, Hopefully you get, we'll you get, get extra a computer Macintosh. time. <laughs> I'm going to go hopefully home and open be... my Windows XP computer and try to play this. I was going to say, yeah, this will be hopefully on the Macintosh Performer Classic that comes out this fall from Cupertino, California. It's Ooh. very exciting. Hey, would you like to hear some memories from the audience on Twitter? I would love that. NVC Podcast, or at NVC Podcast on Twitter. We had amazing response to this, and I highly recommend you find the tweet where I ask and like scroll through because there are some photos that are adorable Aww. and everyone should check it out. And they're heartwarming stories. Uh, cheesy tree at cheesy YC 64 said, I went to my Nana's house for Christmas Eve and in my stocking was a copy of burnout for the GameCube. Hell wow. Yeah. This was odd because I didn't have a GameCube, and that's what I had asked Santa for. Woke up the next morning. There it was. Uh. That's how I knew my Nana and Santa were buds. Uh. That is awesome. <laughs> cheesy tree you wonderful wonderful person that so that's like yes. a that's like a a little parent trick is the reverse like here's oh the, yes wow what I didn't am even, i gonna I do was... with this copy of burnout for the gamecube i don't have a gamecube Psych. oh nana you, do. you don't get it do you nana oh my that's god okay. the, I, the idea that nana and santa claus are exchanging letters trying to coordinate mm -hmm. it so that's like, yeah, you got to get the purple indigo cube lunchbox console so that my son mm -hmm. can play Burnout that I bought yeah. at Kmart. Mm -hmm. Kmart, oh wow. God. Yeah. Santa being like, don't forget a memory card. A lot of people don't realize it, but you can't save your game without that's a right. memory card. You're going <laughs> to have to get one. It's yeah. very frustrating. Like that stopped me from playing games. Oh, no. And then just starting them over again because oh. I didn't have the memory card. As an adult, by the way, um, El Tortuga Games, that's, by the way, that's Spanish for The Tortuga, <laughs> getting a Wii U for Christmas because my whole family spent a couple hours playing Nintendo Land together. Ooh. Nintendo Land is a beautiful, beautiful game that needs to come back. It Even does. my mom and sister-in-law who never play games absolutely love Animal Crossing and Luigi Mansion games on, uh, on Nintendo Land. Yeah, those are the best ones, actually. The Luigi's Mansion one, at least, is is and the there's that hide and seek one. Yep, that's also and the very Mario fun. one. Yeah, there there there's a lot of really good. Oh, there yep. it is, Luigi's, Luigi's Ghost, Ghost Mansion. Mansion. Yeah, I've yeah I have a oh. lot of uh, I've had a lot of uh, good holidays in in the Wii U era of of playing this. Yeah, this was a uh, my kid's big Christmas present the year it came out. Wow, bought them a Wii U, and I just assumed everyone else would too. <laughs> I was way off. But uh, I still love my Wii U, and I love I love Nintendo Land so much. And I don't 
remember Donkey Kong's Crash Course at all or Balloon Trip. These are the solo Please games. So you probably didn't play them a lot. Oh, okay. I think. I think oh, they were right, the solo ones. Yeah, yeah, team attractions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. So these okay, are the okay. ones. Legend of Zelda Battle Quest was pretty okay. The Metroid one uh, was my youngest favorite game for a very long time. He would just play that one over and over and over again. That and Face Raiders <laughs> on the 3DS were his favorite, favorite games. Wow. I haven't played any of these. Oh, you should check them out. This feels They're like fun. a complete. I feel like I'm watching a, a Nintendo Direct in present day right now. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it if they brought this one up. This is one of the few games they haven't brought yeah. over to the Nintendo. It was really Switch genuinely very good. Wait, very we, fun we, we game. Should, we should ask Miyamoto since he's here. We should ask him if it's coming to Switch. Oh, Mr. Miyamoto. Yeah. Are we oh getting Nintendo? Gosh. Oh, whoa! Wow. There he is with his expansion <laughs> pack. He's showing it off. <laughs> oh God. So Mr. Miyamoto-san, are we going to be getting Nintendo Land ported for the Switch? Yay! Yes! Wow. Oh, my God. This is, this is huge news in the Nintendo world. And I love that he jumped around in excitement, but the expansion pack stayed the same. You know, like when you move a chicken, but the head stays in the same spot? <laughs> yeah. 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 That steady cam is no joke. Mm-hmm. Whoa, now <gasps> it's going on. <laughs> Miyamoto is a magician. I feel like that oh, expansion wow. pack uh, might need to be cleaned. I got, <laughs> I've just I've just the thing. I think Mr. Miyamoto and David Blaine are pulling some shenanigans in the backstage over here. <laughs> By the way, we do have David Blaine here. He's holding his breath. He's been holding his breath the entire show. He's trying to break the world record. Yeah. For breath holding during a podcast. So we will check in with David Blaine at the end of the show, see how it goes. But we will now we'll check in with Nintendo Nintendoli. Nintendoli. Yeah, Allie. Oh, this is a great one. You should check this one out because uh, Allie puts pictures of herself getting this present. Opening up a Game Boy Advance SP SpongeBob edition. That bright screen and game library made all those long car rides as a kid so easy. Mm -hmm. Now, as a collector of uh, mostly junk, but also video games, (laughs) I'm going to go out on a limb and say that the Toys R Us exclusive SpongeBob Nintendo Game Boy Advance SP probably kind of valuable now because it was an exclusive it was a licensed and it was an sp which everybody loves yeah the sp, SP. stands for spongebob Sp- <laughs> <laughs> that was so i don't even i can't follow that one there's out, nothing so gonna... that that was a mic drop <laughs> yeah that was incredible thank you You're Reb, for making this holiday special funny. look at me and he's losing it over there oh no david blaine laughed and he lost his breath oh all right that's okay i i i just um for for the viewers at home uh listening at home i looked up uh ali's picture and i love the box it says toys r us exclusive burned into the box art of the console of the handheld and uh yeah it's just fully yellow with the green sponge holes like it is (laughs) it is fully yellow unlike uh seth's donkey kong country cartridge um but donkey kong 64 yeah and that is um yeah, that was when wow, Nintendo's been doing the special edition consoles since the beginning. This is have, such yeah. a yeah. Wow, man! I because I, I I'm thinking about my Nintendo 3DS XL, the Link Between Worlds with mm-hmm. the the Triforce yes. reflection. That's the Highland like Shield. Yeah, my favorite. Yeah, no, not the Highland Shield one. It's like it's just gold with the Triforce uh, triangle, oh. and then it's like black on the other side. Um, oh yes, I have the one that's gold. That's gold, gold with the um like the Hylian crest on it. Right. I, I did have the Hylian shield one too. Yeah. I sold it like an idiot because now it's really bad. But it's so funny because I'm thinking about um, Ali's Christmas of getting that and not knowing that 
the even today like limited edition consoles are so highly coveted and and still hard to get and even in the world of the internet and bots and trying to just get just a simple thing and that is just like truly a magical christmas to yeah like just have this console and not knowing how wonderful it is at the time i mean yeah. she knew it was wonderful at the time it's what a great gift right. that light and then she also got the accessories which i believe has a cleaning kit inside oh, heck yeah. <gasps> you gotta keep spongebob clean yeah. <laughs> you gotta keep. Him. You would think he could clean himself, no. being a sponge. Can a, no. can a sponge truly clean itself? Filth. No. Oh, whoa! I've just achieved enlightenment. Well, that's uh, Seth. That should be a segment in your show about how to clean your video game accessories. Is how to how does a how to clean the Bob... cleaning supplies? Yeah. <laughs> is there a cleaning kit? Oh, I know. For the cleaning kit. Is there a cleaning kit for the sponge? It's eighteen dollars. Sold. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, TiVo67 says, Christmas 1986. Now we're talking. Somebody my age. <laughs> Got a control deck with Super Mario Brothers and Donkey Kong Pro. Oh, and Donkey Kong and Pro Wrestling. By the way, Pro Wrestling rules. You can't use Starman, though. House rules because he's too overpowered. Didn't play Super Mario Brothers right away because I wasn't a big fan of Mario Brothers. Word of mouth hadn't traveled to me yet. Mm. And accustomed to packings not being great. Amazement when I finally got around to it is indescribable. Yes, playing that first Super Mario was uh one of like the three or four like game changing <laughs> uh moments for me in <laughs> video gaming like that was the second big moment of the first being like when i discovered video games and then the second like oh my god this game you do stuff and it's not just racking up a high score and then dying like there's a point to this holy cow it's amazing so another warm christmas memory i'm gonna do one more and then we're gonna talk about our nintendo game of the year personal picks for nintendo game of the year 2022 not 2023 like i did last <clears throat> last week uh raven storm at raven ink storm says one year i was really hoping i'd get super smash brothers brawl oh this is a good one i opened all of my presents and there was no sight of the game anywhere my last present was a shirt with link from the legend of zelda on it and wrapped around that shirt i guess i should say wrapped inside that shirt was Super Smash Brothers ball brawl, and I just about lost my mind and cried. Oh, thank you, mom! Wow, that's good. That's so nice. sweet. That's another one of those parent like yeah. switcheroos. Like, oh, I love when they know they know they have something good, and they mess with you a little bit because they're your parents. Yeah. Oh yeah, we are. We've done that many times. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, this is they're gonna know this is the game they want. This Take is, that Amazon box and wrap it up. Oh, yeah. That's like the um, the Steve Jobs Apple keynotes where he's like, and we have one more thing. And you're like, yes. Oh, no way. <laughs> I love that. It's, Inside. Do, do you guys remember Super Smash Brothers Brawl when you would queue it up on the Wii and it had the loudest sound effect known to history? When you'd click, you'd move the remote control, you'd click the Brawl, and it's like, <laughs> and like trying to not play it. Sorry, Red, for screaming in the mic. But it was just like, like the big bra and then it would just be like ding. <laughs> like the Wii menu sound effects <laughs> like after that loud trying to like turn the volume when you turn the TV on like as mm -hmm. low as possible yeah gosh brawl was the Nintendo Wii days we the things were so much simpler back then. so much simpler so much easier. we we didn't have all these 4ks we had 480p that's <laughs> all we needed back then yeah just 480 of those p's <laughs> on our screen looking right at us Simpler times, simpler times indeed. Well, thank you all for sharing your holiday memories. Thank you, Mr. Miyamoto. 
for popping back in. David Blaine, I'm sorry that you were unable to uh, break the world record for the longest breath hold during a podcast, but Reb, that was such a good... There he is. He's, oh, he, oof. he looks pretty good considering he wasn't breathing. Wow. Yes, you can't. You actually can't tell us he's levitating right now. Oh, whoa. He's, yeah, he's always, almost always levitating. <laughs> Look at him go. You can really see it now. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, well... For, for people listening, David Blaine is levitating so high up that he's almost off frame, and that's how you know it's real. Yeah. It's not an illusion. It's <laughs> the magic of levitation. He's been practicing for years. But speaking of years, let's talk about our Nintendo Game of the Year. Reb, I'm curious. It was a long, arduous year. No, it wasn't. It was, as long, it was 365 days. All years are 365 days. So it wasn't that long. It wasn't a leap year or anything or a year on neptune you know how long that is really i don't long. know i actually don't it's like i've never considered years. it anyway uh what is your nintendo game of the year on earth and is it the same as the nintendo game of the year on neptune well i did that nintendo recap thing and if you ask the nintendo recap where can people find that by the way I, I, on ign.com what yeah the Nintendo recap? The thing where you log into your Nintendo account and it tells you. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were talking about the article you did for the predictions. Oh, no, no. I, did, that's, <laughs> I, I wrote that's something else. No, 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 no. no. Uh, you can log into your like Nintendo account and it'll tell you what games yes. you spent the most time with. And if, if I went by that, it's Pokemon because I, I reviewed both Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet for us. And those are both like, Whoa, you know, longer yeah. games. And I was reviewing them. So I was trying to test everything. So, I, you know, dumped. I think between like 60 and 80 hours a piece into them. And so my Nintendo recap was just, you must have really liked Pokemon this year, which, eh. um, <laughs> I, and then I almost forgot my actual game of the year because the third game on there was Splatoon three, which I have put a large amount of time in and enjoyed very much. And it's definitely in my top 10, uh, still playing that going to play that a lot over the holidays. Uh, but my actual, actual Nintendo game of the year is live alive, which is, uh, I think the only oh, other game I reviewed for us this year, I think. Very cool. Um, yes. Yeah. I, 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 was on the show singing its praises earlier this year and yeah. i i continue I to love that game uh absolutely incredible little rpg uh remake of a, a game from like over 20 years ago but with new content that completely transforms how sort of the themes of the game come together by the end in a really really good way gorgeous soundtrack by uh yoko shimamura of kingdom hearts fame uh fantastic hd 2d visuals uh bringing that game mm -hmm. into into modern day and just a really really interesting unusual uh, storytelling method of of basically a bunch of separate vignettes that all end up coming together in a really fascinating way by the end and this turn-based grid-based battle system it's just it's very good it's very unusual and if you are an rpg fan and got through 2022 without playing live alive who boy you missed out folks it's real good would you recommend people play it over their holiday break oh i if, super like would. say Say they were on a podcast with somebody who was talking about how good the game mm -hmm, was, mm -hmm. and then there was another guy who was uh, from Germany who talked about how he used to love it when he lived in Japan, mm -hmm. and then this guy on this podcast like forgot that he had it. Yeah, should he probably like play? He it? He super should, and it's also it's it's a little it's, it's not super long. Like I feel I, I ah. I'm gonna I, I remember I said at the time how long it was, and now I don't remember, but I instinctively feel like we're in the we're within the twenty hour range for this this puppy. Oh, that's that's. That's so perfect. for an People RPG, it's like very reasonable. Yeah, I think it's less than that actually. Yeah. Um, if you do everything, okay. it might it might encroach on twenty hours. But yeah, it's it's very right. very good. I think that's a great pick because I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. 
And I don't think that this game got enough love in the sort of award not. season that it, maybe it should have. It's, it's sort of sort the of problem. Like, like it was always up for best RPG, but it was always up against mm-hmm. either in the Game Awards, uh, like Elden Ring, which. What is what? that Elden even? Ring is my game of the year. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah, but it's not an RPG. It's, Come it's on. not a Nintendo game. Of the year. Well, on. I mean, it's arguably an RPG, but if it's, it's not, it's, if it's not. If you have to argue about it, it's not. <laughs> There it is. Genre is a construct. Uh, but then other other than that, it's like up against Xenoblade Chronicles 3, which is another amazing game that I, I'm not mm. a Xenoblade person. Uh, kudos to the folks that are. But it's just a situation where Live Alive and then games like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 and Elden Ring like could not be more categorically different from one another, despite both being classified right. as RPGs. So okay. what do you do? <laughs> whatever it it's it's a thing you get experience it's there. my it's nintendo RPG, game of the okay. year all right i like that choice a lot actually jeffrey what is your heartwarming christmas holiday season 2022 nintendo game of the year so it's funny my game of the year for nintendo uh was sort of a, a timed console exclusive and as of yesterday at the time of recording it is now available on playstation 4 and 5 oh. so i don't know if this still counts, it counts. uh Okay, it counts. It came out on Switch first, uh, and that is Annapurna Interactive's Neon White. Oh, good, oh, yeah. Okay, that's so a, that's a let very me, good choice. Let me, Neon White. First of all, let me just say I am not good at uh, games. <laughs> no, I am not a speedrunning person. I don't have any desire. Oh yes, we're watching gameplay of it. This I saw this trailer in the Nintendo Rex and it was the guy who did Donut County, which is one of my favorite video mm-hmm. games of all time. Uh it's going to be it was going to be only on Switch and you know, like a game like this, I'm it runs so beautifully on Switch. Like I don't even have a desire to get it on PS5 even though it's my game of the year because it's this kind of like very kind of stylized anime. This is like the opening intro, but like it's very much like kind of dating sim type, you know, mess on scene of like dialogue and the the voice acting is so good we, we got the the guy who does the tsunami guy is the is the main character and like the voice acting is very good and the music let me just say really quick the music is what made me buy this game on the eShop blindly because oh wow it's the music is by machine girl which is a very good uh, artist who is famous and they did the uh, whole soundtrack for it and the soundtrack for neon white on nintendo switch was my top album on my like Spotify rap, the Apple Music <laughs> replay, all that stuff. And oh, it's just a game. It's a card game where you are doing the levels as quickly as you can. And you use the, uh, you're in he- the game. The whole game is that you're in heaven, you're a demon, you're kind of in a competition to clear out all the demons, and whoever does the best gets to stay in heaven. Uh, and it is so good. And it is so fun. It's beautiful on Switch. Like it runs so well. The music alone is worth, it's like $20, $25. Like it's just a, you know, uh, it's uh, Annapurna does things i love uh, every annapurna game i'm just like i'm gonna check this out um but neon white this just looking at this gameplay is not a game that would that like oh this isn't my type of game and it is was my favorite game of the year and i I was sad i didn't really get much love in the game awards but i know there's some diehard uh fans at ign that love this game and we were just like it was under the radar like i think at the beginning we didn't even review it right away and we're like guys we we need to talk about neon white because this game is like very fun and it's and it's just like it, it's they i remember they advertised it it's a game by freaks for freaks and it's just a very fun <laughs> silly like we're doing like you're and the the it's just ah it's so fun i am not good at explaining it um neon white is is uh, again i'm not a speedrunner. i have no desire to do 
you know, personal record, high scores, like times, like I'll play a level and keep going, like whatever. But this, the levels are so short that I'm just like, mm, I think I could do that a little bit better. And just one more, just one more. It's just kind of that addiction of like, let me just try to clear this and find these little clues. And then once you get better insight, you can see your ghost character and kind of race yourself. You can see oh. a little insight hint about like, oh, you should actually go this way, try this way in the level. Every level has a shortcut and it's so fun to find it. It is so fun, guys. If you're, if you're listening and you're Neon White Stan, let's let's play. It's not multiplayer, but let's just play together separately. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Neon White was my Nintendo Switch game of the year, which is now available on PlayStation. So that's great, more people can can play it and i can confirm that neon white runs so well on switch just get it on switch like play it while you travel this year like it, mm. it is a quick fun thing to just play in the living room of your childhood home i highly recommend it oh well that's heartwarming and that is neon white now available on competing consoles that we don't care about yeah, yeah. so we'll bleep it awesome. we'll bleep it out every time i said playstation <laughs> yeah <laughs> right even when i said it just then <laughs> mm-hmm. on the on the Console. <laughs> now, uh, now nobody knows. Was that real or was that? Does that was that a bit? No, nobody no. will ever know. We'll never know. For... It's on. It's on. I, I want to say just to make sure no one gets mad at me. It is also on PC. It hit PC oh, okay. and Switch yes. at the same time. But Switch was the only console that had it. So I will stand my ground that it's my Switch game of the year. Yeah. It just has to be a game my, that's on uh, Switch. I think like it's fine. We don't need to. We don't need yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah, about that's it. fine. Like, oh, I would. Oh God. Okay. Then I would Fortnite. say. Like, <laughs> does that change it for you? Uh, well, I always play Fortnite, even though Switch is not the best place to play Fortnite. That's okay. Uh, Fortnite's I great. love playing it in bed, and so the Switch is great for yeah. that. That um, it makes it the best place to play. Yes. Yep. So yeah, because yeah. it's really hard to hold the TV up <laughs> yeah. above your head. Yeah. We should ask David so, Blaine if he has any suggestions for that. He can levitate a TV <laughs> with his mind bullets. So, uh, my Nintendo game of the year. Well, I like like you did, Reb. I did the uh, the Nintendo Rap mm-hmm. thing, the whatever, and I was really surprised because I didn't actually finish it, and I thought I'd fallen off of it. Not not for any reason other than like crippling inability to commit to any one video game at a time, but. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 was actually my most played game wow. of 2022. Okay. So, and I like really enjoyed it. I've never, I've tried so hard so many times to get into Xenoblade. Yeah. And it's kind of like Elden Ring. Like I tried so many times to get into dark into Souls games. And I just never could. But this time I did. And I really enjoyed it. And I know that there's like systems upon systems and it's over a hundred hours, but I was really enjoying myself with it. Apparently to the point where it was my most played game of the year. My second most played game, Fantasy Star Sega Ages for this uh, Master System. That one doesn't count. But my third game, my third most played game, is the one I think I'm going to name for my Nintendo Game of the Year, even though it's also a multi-platform game. And that is Ollie Ollie World. Good. Yes. It's a good Which is a super... Fun. Now, if you've played Ollie Ollie World in the past, it always had sort of a pixelated look, like a side-scrolling, um, you know, skateboarding video game. But for this one, it's like they took the uh, the what's his name, the guy who created uh, Adventure Time, and we're like, hey, could you make our game uh, charming? And that's absolutely what it is. And it's sort of like Jeffrey, like you were talking about with Neon White, like there's extra. Uh, uh, routes that you can find and like shortcuts and there's more challenging ways there's the gnarly route but yeah oh. i actually had forgotten how much i loved this game until i saw it my nintendo most played 
It's really if good. You yeah. haven't played Ollie Ollie World Three, or is it? Is it Ollie Ollie World Three? Yeah, or is it just Ollie Ollie, Ollie World? Ollie. The, other ones, the other ones are Ollie 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 Two, and this is Ollie Ollie World. Whatever. Yes. It's like it's one of those beautiful cartoon games that you can't not like. So you gotta go watch it and play it and have fun. And I promise you, you'll like it. If you don't like skating, it doesn't matter. It's not about that. It's about the vibe. Yeah. It's about, and it's got great music. It's, it's got like game. weird characters. The character customization is crazy cool. Also, like I have this weird looking dude who's wearing a dress and just looks awesome. And has all these tattoos, but still approachable. <laughs> I, it's a, it's a, I, I, would, I would describe my character as a punk rock Frank Zappa. Well, yeah, there it is. You can be a bee. Who doesn't Whoa. want to be a bee? You know what bees do? Uh, pollinate all the food that we eat. Why would you be against that? I would that? love to be but a bee. I would love to be a bee too, but I, uh, uh, life as a male bee is horrible. <laughs> right. It's all, absolutely right. unbearable. So I'm fortunately, but yeah, Ollie Ollie world. Uh, that's, that's my game of the year Good for choice. Nintendo. And I highly recommend everyone play it. So, Reb, you are saying live, live Nintendo game of the year. Jeffrey, you are saying neon white Nintendo game of the year. I am saying Ollie Ollie World is Nintendo game of the year. I have an envelope right here. We're gonna see which one of us is right. Oh, <gasps> wait, what? Um, All right. Oh my God, this is it. Wait, yeah. Okay, sorry. I'm just like in the front audience, like just talking. <laughs> oh my God. Congratulations to Sonic Frontiers, ah! the game, Nintendo Switch game of the year. No way. He got, way. Us. He got yep. us. No yep. way. I, th- I like, us. it's like all our pictures on the podcast and then it zooms into like the Sega team. <gasps> Whoa, they were here. <laughs> oh, he got us. <sighs> oh, wow. so well, Macy, that was... you scallywag. I'm, I, that's who I am. I want to thank you both because this has been such a, a wonderful, warm holiday special. And I hope the listeners have enjoyed this, this journey of, of holiday cheer and mirth. Thank you to Mr. Miyamoto, David Blaine, Hologram, Tupac Shakur, Jack Black, uh, the Trans-Siberian <laughs> Orchestra, Willie and Lester, who unfortunately had to get bumped. I'm sorry. Just ventriloquism isn't that in, especially when it's an 85-year-old man doing it, who I'm pretty sure is retired now. Um, but that's it. That's all the week time we have left for this week's and this year's. This is the last NEC of the year. There's David Blaine and Mr. Miyamoto are, are together. David Blaine is hovering over Mr. Miyamoto's head. Hey, if you're watching us on YouTube, leave us a like and a nice comment. If you're listening to us on a podcast app, please leave us a review. Helps us We're so sorry. NBC word. We'll be forever new debt. Thanks to our holiday guest, Jeffrey. And thanks to Reb. Thank you, Red, on the ones and twos. Thank you, Mr. Miyamoto. David Blaine. And NBC is the only place where you can. Get the thing. Get the thing. Get the happy holidays. Happy holidays. <laughs> Be safe and eat food and play video games. Yes, do all of those things. Neon white. <laughs>